to the Alaska Realtor podcast. My name is Jamin Gerker. I'm an associate real estate broker in the state of Alaska, and my mission is to help you to build an intentional and significant legacy for yourself and your family by coaching in real estate. And today, we're very lucky to be joined by Eric and Megan, who recently moved up with um, with their family from Oklahoma, and they're going to be talking and uh, sharing about their experiences, the uh, the highs, the lows, the the broken hearts, and everything along the way. So, guys, thanks you very much for joining us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's go ahead and just start from square one. Um, you know, where were you guys living before you decided to make the move, and what made you decide to, uh, to make that jump? You want to take this one, or you want? <clears throat> we were living in Purcell, Oklahoma. Um, we I had lived here years ago for uh, about a year back in like 2010, <clears throat> and. I'd moved back to Oklahoma and I uh, met my wife and I'd been talk trying to talk her into moving here, you know, this entire time. Just because I loved it so much. I thought the people were the people they would give you the shirt off their back. Mm-hmm. They were just so nice. Not like where I came from. I just I felt like it was a different environment and <clears throat> I liked just how beautiful it is here. Um so it, yep, that's why we decided to move here just to change a face for our family and we wanted to give our kids uh, the ability to have the outdoors experience like in the best sense that we could get it you know sounds like a good reason Megan what were uh, some of the reservations for you well sounds like you had to be convinced yeah (laughs) it was really far away from my mom and my brother um mom passed away in 2021 so after that I had completed like my LCSW licensure and um, it's like you know my brother he can come visit so let's do this move and so then we started the prep and stuff but before that the reservation was just that it was so far away from him especially my mom well, no, that, that definitely makes sense. And that's definitely one of those things for people who are living here where, I mean, constantly that is something that comes up, just kind of that, that physical distance, because it feels like you're in a different country in a lot of ways, just because you are so far. Um, okay, and what made you guys decide on kind of the, the South Central Matsu Valley area? What made you decide on that? Okay, so, <clears throat> so originally... Uh, my wife had found employment in Anchorage. And so we were wanting, we didn't really want to live in Anchorage uh, just because of the uh, high population. We were actually looking for a little bit more <clears throat> off in the woods, kind of like, we were looking at Eagle River initially. And we had found a place there. And we ended up, I mean, I have a story with that too, but we ended up, uh, we backed. We were going to purchase a home there in Eagle River, up on the mountain. And some things we didn't like about it, as far as uh, the steepness of the driveway and how that would affect us during the winter time. Um, we ended up backing out of that one, and we found this home in Wasilla that was brand new. Bought. It was uh, built in 2023. And so we know, you know, we're not going to have any issues with the home. It should be good to go. And the ground is flat, so we don't have to worry mm-hmm. about driving up a hill on the, you know, the ice. Yeah, it's getting up that <coughs> Highland Road in Eagle River. is um, That can be a chore in the wintertime. It was at pretty much the top. Rally drive. Yeah, pretty much at the top. <laughs> and the driveway was so steep that we actually drove it once we got here just to see what it was like. You can't even like see the the driveway. Like once you get to the top, it's like almost you set back down. Yeah. It's so steep. Yeah. All right. So Wasilla, just because less populated yep. and a um, little bit more when people think about living in Alaska, like the Matsu Valley, just kind of seem feels more like what people are envisioning. Um, and yeah, just. Um, 
not going to die every day going down the driveway. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, it's very, uh, we got what we wanted. We're, we have uh, like a secluded area. We don't have people that are really close to us. We're not next to main roads. So it's very quiet, mm-hmm. not a lot of traffic. So I don't have to worry about my kids if they go outside, you know, having issues with cars speeding by or anything. Right, right. Okay, and what were some of the initial challenges for you guys when you were <coughs> looking at moving up here? Um, I would say trying to find, you know, a property presents differently online. So we were looking from Oklahoma, um, and so trying to see what the actual property looks like from 4,500 yeah, miles that away. Was a huge yeah, that is so difficult to do. <laughs> and we had an amazing realtor, Sarah Langford. Um, she would go to the property and she would FaceTime us. She would record like anything we asked her to do. Um, just like that Brownie Drive, like the, the house mm-hmm. is perfect. The Everything was perfect about it, but we couldn't really see the driveway. So just knowing, like, how you're going to get in and out of the property, and when we saw the driveway, we're like, oh, no, no, this this is not for us. Um, but, you know, kind of knowing the whole property and having a good realtor that is willing to go out there and do the FaceTimes and spend the time to describe the property is extremely important. Yeah. Okay. So definitely kind of that, that first hurdle of kind of finding the property and getting familiar with the area from a distance. Um, what was it like for you guys getting physically here? Like, did you guys take the Alcan? Did you do the, the ferry? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do for that? <clears throat> so uh, initially, <clears throat> we were going to take a 26-foot U-Haul and with a car dolly and pull our Camaro with us. We had sold off my truck and <clears throat> we were going to move our entire family here driving the Alcan. We had uh, some custody issues that made that kind of changed how we were going to uh, execute this. So <clears throat> what ended up happening is we put all of our stuff into storage and while my the rest of my family stayed in Oklahoma in a hotel I drove up with my dogs and uh, a few of our items and just one of our vehicles and shipped one of our vehicles but another thing with that um, I would have had to drive anyway like regardless because or the ferry system you know because I have an English bulldog, and they mm. will not let her fly on the plane. What was that like getting, getting the bulldog like through the border? Because I've been told if it's like a, a short snout dog, like then they have an issue with that sometimes. You know, so we prepared for this move, watching your videos for years. We watched almost everything that you could watch on YouTube, trying to figure out, you know, make sure we have no issues with this. So we are prepared for most of the things that we were going to encounter. So beforehand, we took our dogs to the vet. They have to have a, a rabies vaccination with a piece of paper that's been signed by the uh, veterinarian, um, <clears throat> along with all your other, you know, your passport and all that stuff. Um, so as far, I was nervous to go across Canadian border because a lot of people in your videos have been nervous. and. I watched a lot of videos on, I think I psyched myself up about it, right. to be honest. Because I was, I was super nervous about it. That was probably the mer- most nerve-wracking part of even driving 4,700 miles, was knowing that I have to go into Canada and out of Canada. And, um, but once I got there, I showed them the paperwork. They asked me their standard, you know, 10 questions or whatever. And uh, I was on my way. Just 
it really doesn't have to be that complicated. I mean, for some people, they just skate right on through. I mean, especially if they don't have any firearms or anything like that, yeah. just in and out. But for some people, I don't know why, they just have a field day with them. Well, like I said, I prepared. I made sure I sent one of my guns. I shipped it through FFL dealer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I have no other firearms. Um, we prepared for this move. Uh, prior to me just driving myself, we had put all of our belongings in different totes and boxes, and we had uh, typed out on paperwork uh, what was in each box and numbered them. Right. So if they ever asked us, you know, what do you have, we had a whole list. So we wouldn't have any issues. And we never ended up using that because it's all still in Oklahoma. Right, right. (laughs) But just being able to show that, like, gives you so much more confidence. Yeah. You approach it with a different energy than if you're just trying to wing it. Yeah. Border. (laughs) We knew what we had in each box. And if they asked us, we'd be like, all right, box 97, what's in that? Oh, it's this. And if you want to verify, go ahead. Yeah. So you did that. Um, what other things did you guys do to kind of make that that getting through the Alcan smoother? You know, I'm not going to lie to you, Jamin. <laughs> For me, so I had two dogs with me. And I had, you know, a few items in the car. I was driving a BMW X3. So it's not a, a large vehicle. And so the majority of the time I slept in the vehicle, I was driving around 20 plus hours a day, and I would just pull over and sleep on the side of the road normally for a little bit. But I knew each time that I stopped was that much, that much time that I could have been, or I could have been that much closer. Right. And I knew at that point with uh, what we had going on with the court, um, I was expecting them to be there just soon right after I got here. So I wanted to have, you know, a washer and dryer set up, beds in each room set up, you know, TVs and everything like that. So I wanted to get here as quick as I could so I had as much time as I possibly could. So I drove 20-plus hours a day. I got here in four days. That's, uh, that's some kind of record. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it by yourself, that is, uh, that's quite a haul. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was, uh, it kind of drives you crazy by yourself being alone that long with, with dogs. just dogs. It's just dogs, and there's really no, there's not really radio stations out there very much. You don't have, uh, you don't have service. <laughs> don't have service. Yeah. You're in the, you're way up in the mountains. Yeah. You don't have any service. It's pitch black. There's nobody. You rarely see any cars. Oh, that's true. Because, like, what time of year were you coming up? This was in uh, September. Yeah, it was September. Okay. So it was, like, perfect. Yeah, so still, like, not snow yet, yeah. but definitely yeah. getting darker a lot sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah, you can definitely uh, definitely go a little crazy. Driving through the mountains, you know, they're, they're blocking the sun sometimes, you know, whenever you're heading a certain direction. Oh, So yeah. it's already darker anyway. Yeah. So besides the uh, verging on psychosis from <laughs> <laughs> driving for four right. days solo... Um, did you have, like, any um, adventures along the way, mishaps or anything? <clears throat> you know, uh, I had a uh, an owl sitting in the middle of the road. I'm deliriously tired, and I thought it was a paper sack. I'm, I'm looking at it as I'm getting closer to it, and I'm like, what is that? So I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, avoid it. There's no one else on the road. So I go to get in the, the other lane just to go around, whatever this is. It ended up being this massive owl. And I slowed down in time to where I just barely bumped it on the butt as it flew off. You know, that was uh, something because I didn't, I didn't want to hurt my wife's car. <laughs> she would, you know, be upset about that. <clears throat> um, I, I was seen all the wild, well, the majority of the wildlife, Alaska and uh, Canada, I asked off on my drive. So many that it got to the point where I didn't want to stop and take a picture because I just kept seeing them. Um, I remember, I've not ever really seen a raven, even whenever I was here prior, and I didn't realize how smart that they were. 
um, I had bought a pizza in Canada, and I had given it, given the, uh, the crust to this uh, raven whenever I was letting my dogs out to eat and use the restroom. And the bird, I swear it said thank you. <laughs> I swear it said thank you. <laughs> now, maybe I was delirious. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of birds and uh, <laughs> weird stories, man. Like, this might be delirious. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Yeah, I, I was going crazy, kind of. <laughs> I, I, would, I would stop. I would watch some Star Trek and try to go to sleep for a little bit. And it really, it was hard to even fall asleep. So I was, I was chugging energy drinks and pre-workout just to try to not that that's something that you should do, but I, <laughs> I was trying to get there, get here as fast as I could. No, I get that. I get that because you're just trying to get here to get the stuff set up before the family comes exactly. up. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I guess going from Canada to Alaska, like, I guess, what was that like? I mean, I noticed like a couple times I went, like, it just felt like there was really no difference until like maybe around like Fairbanks and then yeah you know a little more populated but yeah I would say I mean another point is there was a lot of construction along the whole thing um, a lot of times you'd have to stop where they have a someone out with a flag or a stop sign and they're directing traffic where one side can go and the other side can't and um, that was pretty consistent through Canada and here in Alaska. Um, as far as the scenery, it kind of looked the same. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on until I got, you know, in the more populated areas. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I don't know, it, it was kind of just, just, and just getting across that border and being done with having to deal with the borders mm. was like such a relief. Such a, yeah, that's, because at that point it's just, normal driving you're not worried about breaking some yeah. rule <laughs> um, yeah kilometers per hour i have to set my vehicle for kilometers per hour and uh, you know i don't want to get pulled over and it took me forever i had to pull over again after getting through the border and figure out how to change the settings on this car to kilometers so i can like see it pop up in the hud see i like ran track in college so i kind of have the ability to just do that quick conversion in my head but <laughs> you, I, I ran track and cross country too and uh, I don't know just kilometers is not something I've ever even thought about it's yeah it ugh. yeah we I've not to, had we, a reason we need to pick we need to pick a lane and just go mm, with that measurement right? but that's a separate topic yeah. <laughs> yeah so for people who are looking at kind of doing that same drive then you know through the Alcan and everything you know what do's don'ts tips and tricks what do you offer okay um <clears throat> i would say number one refuel whenever you see the gas station because the next gas station could be 300 miles or however many kilometers that is away um fuel fuel is not in gallons it's in liters in canada so knowing how many liters equals a gallon it'll say like a dollar sixty or something you're like oh man that's a good deal <laughs> and then it costs you you know blank amount um let's see there's a lot of self-serve uh or not self-serve um what do you call that when they give you oh, where they come full, out. Service. Yeah, full service a lot of yeah. full service gas stations yeah. in canada which was i'm not really used to that but it's like they're almost someone like they would take offense to it almost mm. oh if you're trying to do it if yourself you're trying to do it yourself oh yeah if you guys been to oregon no mm -hmm. yeah the exact same thing oh really okay yeah exact same thing but yeah <clears throat> um so it's tips yeah it's their job and they get very upset so mm -hmm. you know just again separate issue but <laughs> the, the <laughs> further that you get in on the alcan uh the more expensive fuel is and that's the same with, say you're wanting to buy like uh, like some little knickknacks or something to, you know, give your friends or something like that. They're more expensive too. Like a little figurine could that you could get, you know, here for ten dollars. There it's like seventy five dollars. <laughs> like it, 
because there were some things I was thinking about getting at a gas station. I just could not believe the price. I cannot afford this. I like to get everybody a little thing, you know. Um, I would also suggest if you're going to drive it, not to drive during the winter time. I did not drive it during the winter time, and it was still really sketchy. There's a lot of uh, what do you call them frost. Frosties, yeah, just like the roads, just mm-hmm. just like a bunny hill, just up and down. And if you're not careful, especially with me driving at night a lot of the time, <clears throat> you don't see them until you're almost on them. And if you don't slow down, your car is gonna it's gonna bounce hard. My dogs hit the roof a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think they were traumatized. <laughs> yeah. So. You're sure they were dogs? I mean, I kind of expect you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and they're no, I didn't couple even of dogs. <laughs> it's like they were birds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that that's kind of what I've heard from um from a lot of folks that have made that trip too. And um, yeah, I mean, did you have any issues with like the navigating and all that too? Did you? I did not have a single issue, and beforehand I had someone tell me to buy uh, the mile post so we we purchased that I think it was like $35 or something Mm -hmm. along those lines and it it was suggested you know uh, study it read through it you know and they give you tips on uh, where to stop for fuel whatever you know things along the way I didn't use it once Um, my GPS even when I did not have internet for the most part, worked the entire time when I did not have service. But even when I didn't have service, it's really just one road that's going. Right. So it's not like you have a turn off for the most part. It's so like, if you want, how can you mess this up? Exactly. You're going to keep <laughs> going this direction. Yeah. Like the only issue that I've seen where you might really need that mile post is if you get rerouted from like forest fires or yeah. which know, there was bridge getting knocked down. Oh, yeah. Of course there was. <laughs> and Even was with all the rain. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it wasn't going to route me some other direction. Yeah. And it, but it didn't. Alright, so you're in Alaska and you guys are sailing in and kind of getting used to it, getting into the swing of it. Um, how have you noticed, have you seen any difference between houses in Alaska versus houses in Oklahoma? Mm. Yes. Tremendously. Um, seems like um, you know, in Oklahoma we have freezing temperatures. It gets below zero there. But you have to drip your faucet. Here, we have not had to drip our faucets once. Drop your faucet? Drip it. Drip it? What is yeah, that? So, oh, you, so, so we're... They don't freeze. Yeah, oh, okay, I got you. And so we're, I was like, do we do it? Or do We've we been worried it? about it. Yeah, we but have. We're just like, is this going to happen? Or is, you know? And so we're like, well, we weren't told. We're not going to do it. And our houses here are also uh, new builds are under the, the 10 month warranty, which is like amazing. They don't have that much warranty. So if we have any issues, we call our contractor and they'll come repair whatever issues that we have. So we're willing to take a gamble on the dripping. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that, uh, that really does make a pretty big difference because if you have, um, you know, if it's a builder warranty, it uh, can be really good because, oh my gosh. yeah, it just, it, I mean, normal home warranty is good, but, you know, obviously builder warranty covers a whole lot more. And then after the fact, you can also get just a regular home warranty and just put that on like after yeah. the builder warranty is out too, yeah, just, that- just to make sure. That, like, they don't have that in Oklahoma, which, that was really foreign to us. And, you know, we've had, like, a few kinks, and they come right out and fix it. I mean, obviously, there's no uh, brick homes. Yeah. No, and I asked that. I was like, why are there no brick homes here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and... It's uh, because of uh, earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you've, uh, you've got all the mortar between the bricks, and the second you start, like, having a shifting ground, like, they... They're cracking. They're it's it's on the ground. I mean, I actually remember I was um, at a church during the 2018 earthquake, and they had like a really nice like river rock face and all that, and it was just all on the ground. 
afterwards. <laughs> I had wondered that. I was like, no, I don't know. But I, I just know it was like a trend. And then it's like maybe it's because of earthquakes. And I'm used to, because we're not used to earthquakes either in Oklahoma. Yeah, we get tornadoes. So we mm-hmm. kind of severe tornadoes. And now I guess we're getting, we're going to get earthquakes. Yeah. It's kind of your natural disaster of mm-hmm. choice now. <laughs> yeah, which, so we don't have to drip our pipes. Um, the We're not used to driving on just like a sheet of ice. Like, you know, in Oklahoma, if there's any ice at all. Everything is shut down. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I can definitely see that. Um, what about What about the winds? I mean, obviously, we're talking about like uh, tornadoes. That's oh yeah, that's gonna be so something. we're used to wind. Okay, mm-hmm. we're um, used to constant wind. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say something about the winds here. Mm-hmm. I've not experienced wind here yet. That has been something more than I'm used to. Yeah, yet. I've heard of that. Now, if with this, with how cold it's been, with this negative twenty plus. If the wind started blowing like that, you know, I might say something different. But Yeah, speaking of which, how are y'all doing with the negative uh, 20s and all that? Is that uh, I'm, I'm figuring out, like, my Jeep uh, does not want to shift into gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have it plugged in. Um, we tried to prepare for this uh, weather, but... Um, so I had a two-wheel drive in Oklahoma truck. We sold it. We came here. We bought a Jeep, Jeep Wrangler. <clears throat> but we kept her uh, BMW, which is rear-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So I put winter tires on it. I put winter truck tires on the Jeep. And um, so it was so far so good. Yeah. Um, I don't have any major issues. I drive Anchorage every day. Mm. Are you guys doing a whole lot outside, or are we just trying to stay and inside this, and warm? <laughs> with these temperatures right now, we have not really been outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prior, uh, we would go out sled every so often. Ice skate. Yeah, and I mean, I was talking with someone about this just the other day, and uh, they just moved up from California, and he said, you know, it is colder going from, like, 40 down to like 20 than it is going from like zero down to negative 20. Yeah, I agree. Just, you don't feel that much of a difference once you start going into the negatives and that's honestly kind of what makes it dangerous. Yeah, you I just agree. You don't feel the difference and it's so much faster you can get in trouble when it's that mm-hmm. much colder. In Oklahoma, we, a couple years ago, it was down to like negative 12. Places aren't built for that. Yeah, the humidity there is different than it is here. The pipes were bursting out like Chick Fil A, and oh, it was horrible. Um, and the wind was heavy. So, I would say negative thirty-two here is not as cold as negative anything in Oklahoma because there's so much wind with it. Well, from what we've we've experienced. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's definitely the case. And then in other places like Florida, I mean, I know the one on Al- in Alaska, as soon as people in Florida start talking about the cold when it's like 30 or something like that, and they're like, oh, you don't know. And it's oh, like, yeah. dude, 30 yeah. in Florida is like negative 60 in Alaska. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah it's, it's all relative. <laughs> yeah, sure. the humidity in Florida. Yeah, those things make a difference. Yeah, it's different. Absolutely. Um, so do you guys have a crawl space at your house? We do. Okay, so one just just tip for like around the springtime, you want to try to move as much of that snow away from the side of your house as you can. Okay, so really? like five ten feet away, give yourself some space for a couple reasons. Number one, when the snow melts, you don't want all that water like up against the side of the house. But also, when the snow melts, that water in the ground has to go somewhere. Yeah, and if it can be mm. further away from the house instead of directly into your crawl space. That's what we need because, you know, I just started working for a school recently and I asked some of the uh, teachers, you know, some tips. So they give me little tips kind of like that. Right. Things that I never thought of. 
that no one tells you. You know, it's it's like it's common knowledge here, so you wouldn't even think to ask. Yeah. Well, like, um, um, can you remember what some of those other tips were? What was it? Some. Um, Not so to put you on the spot. No, but. no. <laughs> um, such as um, if a native hands you like some food. Uh, not accepting it is considered extremely rude. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, shower. Oh, uh, so I was noticing that a lot of the kids in my school um, don't seem to like a lot of the girls. Their hair, their hair doesn't seem that clean. And. Uh, not that it's their fault, but I was just wondering, you know, is this like a common thing? And they said that um, a lot of homes around here do not have their own running water, that they have to go to like a place kind of like a laundromat where they pay to take a shower. They have showers in there. And I, that just blew my mind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have no idea. Um, one thing, my work, I work at Coastal Wellness in Anchorage, and... Um, Whitney, I think she's from Washington, but she's, it was like during 4th of July last year, and and I had already met them, did my interview and everything, but we were like prepping to move, and I was applying for licensure here in Alaska, and reciprocity and all that, and uh, I was like, oh, we're enjoying, you know, fireworks, and she's like, enjoy those fireworks, because you will never see fireworks like you do anywhere else anymore, (laughs) and I was like, what does she mean by that? I was thinking, I was like, oh, there's no darkness here in July. Not in July, no. Now, during <laughs> the uh, now during the, the first of the year, you can get some good celebrations. Oh, yeah, we saw uh, New Year's here. That, that mm-hmm. made up for it. I was like, wow, it's like 4th of July on New Year's. <laughs> We're all yeah. dead, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, where'd you guys go for the for the first? New Year's. Um, was, big. Uh, um, for New Year's, was it Big Lake? Yeah, Big Lake. Was it Big Lake? Gotcha, yeah. They uh, they know how to party out there for New Year's. We were like, what? Yeah, they had like people on limos shooting off flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> like, like wow. Of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> it's like another place that does it really well would be... Um, ACF over in Eagle River, okay. and that's that's just a local church. But they'll go and they'll just go out there and put on a show that just kind of puts the city show to shame. So I mean, they go all out. So that's that's another good place to go to. It's hard to beat the the flamethrowers. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> what are you gonna do to top that? Okay, outstanding. So now that you guys are living up here, you know, is Alaska about what you expected? I would say yes, um, other than there's a few things that we did not expect, even with all of our research. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the school system with their buses and the times that kids go to school and the amount of schools that are here <laughs> is not something that we were prepared for. Um, so my son will go to school an hour later than my daughter. And um, so making sure that they get to school, I have to take one and come back and take the other one. Or now I got it set up to where my son will get on a bus. I've not got it set up for her yet, but um, my son, he has an IEP. So we have to have someone to meet him whenever he's dropped off. Um, So we were not prepared, I guess, for the, for us both to be able to work full-time jobs and for our kids to be able to be taken and picked up for, from school or ride the bus. It's just not. Back in Oklahoma, it's ran by the uh, school system. Yeah. Right. Bus. So they'll pick them up. They get out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're picked up around the same time. You know. um, so there would not have been an issue. So that's not something we ever considered mm-hmm. being an issue. And it's, it's kind of stopped us from me having a full-time job so what's the have you guys found like a workaround has anyone found a good solution i think for so it or? 
I think so. So I started working for my son's school as a, like a, a teacher's assistant, um, tutoring and stuff. Right. And uh, I talked to them um, a few times, and today they decided that they're going to open up a new position for me that's going to give me more hours in the morning, which is going to give me basically a full day of work. Which will, and it will still allow me to take my kids to and from school. So that might be our best option. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, other than that, I mean, Uber, but. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, the amount of schools. And, you know, I do therapy in Anchorage, and I see a lot of kids, and they go to like Chinese immersion, immersion schools, and they just have like all of these schools and I'm like how do you even choose yeah is it is it normal like the transportation issues they're having now or is it just like from talking with other people they said that just recently it's become more challenging because I've heard from some people that just recently it's become a challenge just with the bus system, so I'm not sure if you guys. I are bet it is recent well, because just a lot that, of COVID stuff. It's the uh, the times that yeah. they start school and get out of school as well. So uh, my son is so Mondays he has to be at school at ten fifteen. The rest of the week it's nine fifteen. He gets out at three forty five. He'll get home at four forty five on the bus. Whereas my daughter, it's seven fifteen. Is it 745? 745. 745 or 8.45. And then getting out at 2.15. Yeah. So and so by different. the time that I, before he got on the bus, by the time that I had dropped her off, came back, grabbed him, took him to school, it's almost time for me to go pick her back up. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, you know, just kind of, and they're, they're not close. The schools aren't close either. Um, yeah, so the true. bus system... Um, they, they won't drop him off at my house. They'll drop him off because he has an IEP. For my daughter, they will not drop off because there's not enough kids in our new neighborhood since it, it's like developing. So there's not a lot of people that are actually inhabiting right. these new build houses. And so until we get enough kids there, they're not going to drop kids off Mm-mm. in our neighborhood. Like they, it's a like quarter a mile. Yeah, quarter mile through. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess that's just going to be kind of ongoing then. Yeah. Yeah, it's until it fills up and then it gets, it'll be an issue. Yeah, yeah. I always see kids out there at like 7 o'clock in the morning with like lights on their head, you know, just waiting for the bus. And I'm like, just God. Just, yeah, they're all frozen out. <laughs> yeah. It hurts to breathe. <laughs> like, I just want to give them rides. Like, <laughs> 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 that, one, that one girl had a blanket on. Yeah, they wear blankets out oh, there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> full-on trail of tears yeah, out here. <laughs> yeah, really. You're like, man, this is rough. Talking yeah. about uphill both ways to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what do you guys enjoy doing so, um, doing the most so far since you've been up here? Um, <clears throat> I would say driving around and exploring. Oh, yeah. Hiking. The hiking has been fun. Yeah, before the snow. I haven't hiked yet. Yeah, she got here after. um, But hiking. And And you can still hike during the winter time. It is just, uh, it's a different animal. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're still really not super prepared for the outdoors as far as uh, our clothing. The gear, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the stuff that we. You know, we did not bring a whole lot of stuff since it was just me driving with two dogs. I could only bring so much. And so in the few trips that uh, my wife and daughter have taken back to Oklahoma, they've used, what's that called? The Alaska? Oh, yeah, Club 49. Club 49. Through Alaska Airlines. If you're a resident of Alaska, you get uh, two free luggages per person. Mm-hmm. And then you get like forty percent off of uh, last minute airfare. There's all kinds of bonuses. So that. I've used that to bring back multiple, you know, cases of uh, clothes that we have in our store or whatever it is that we have. Gotcha. 
So just kind of using that, and um, yeah, where all have you guys explored so far? Uh, I love Hatcher's Pass. Mm-hmm. Hatcher's Pass is really nice. I really like that. Eklutna Lake. Eklutna is good. Um, it has kind of a troubled past, though. Really? Like, I've talked with a lot of people who've had, like, close calls out there. Oh, really? <laughs> Just because, well, yeah, well, uh, the, it's, the lake's big, it's deep, it's very cold, and that creates, like, all these, like, wind patterns out there mm -hmm. that can be kind of weird. And I've just noticed, like, maybe it's just luck of the draw, but a lot of people have, like, close calls out there. Like well, I've heard that as well. I mean, as far as people kayaking, having mm -hmm. issues. Yeah. But, I mean... I paddle boarded one time, like went all the way down to the other end, which is about nearly seven miles of oh, water. Wow. Like it's a long lake, and then I turned around, the waves were like foot and a half or so, and I had to like get back on a paddle board with wind coming oh in my, my face. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. I had a great view. Yeah. Almost died, but we it was a great view. We haven't experienced any bears yet. I've not seen a single bear since I've been in Alaska. I saw multiple in Canada. Yeah, if you're looking for bears, definitely a good place to go is going to be the Eagle River Nature Center. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good little area to go to because Chugach Park, you can't really hunt them like wholesale out there. Some people will get like licenses and they can go do it, but that's like a, a whole 50 square miles where like you just can't really touch them. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're looking for bears, there's a good place to go. <laughs> She's wanting to sign up for skiing lessons. Downhill or cross country? I, I probably cross cross country. Look at that. Which is kind of flat land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've got that. Um, I do know like the, the government peak like rack area, that's that's pretty good. good. Spot. I spent some time on there. Like uh, Chugach trails or, or Chugiak trails out in Chugiak, those are really mm -hmm. great too. Yeah, it's, that's still something we're, we're trying to make sure that we have, we try to do something with the kids. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that fall through as far as, uh, there's a, so this, this community seems pretty tight knit as far as there's a lot of Facebook groups that are, you know, there's Alaska, Alaska moms, out there. Mm -hmm. Valley moms, Valley moms. Okay. And then, <laughs> you know, there's multiples where they're posting, you know, different events and stuff like that. And majority of them that we went to really have not been that great. Um, there was one, that brewing company, 49th. Yeah, 49th Brewing could death in Anchorage. Yeah, that one right that there was, was a Christmas that was, that was thing. Really good, yeah. yeah, it was a good one. There's like llamas out there mm -hmm. and stuff mm. playing classical music. Mm -hmm. Craft fairs. And yeah. Yeah, and they've got uh, they've got some good highlights like throughout the year that's really good for families. One of which is going to be the uh, the state fair, and that's going to be out in Palmer. That's always a lot of fun. That's what I hear. Yeah, and they've got a uh, let's see Pioneer Day if I recall correctly. Okay. Um, that's also out in Palmer, and um, I've noticed like being in the mental health you know field on the LCSWs, the in Oklahoma it's not like a really like tight knit community it's kind of fend for yourself and any type of resources aren't shared it's it is kind of a toxic thing in Oklahoma here it's like opposite it's a uh, very tight-knit there's the listserv uh, group in Anchorage they share resources they're looking for referrals they're constantly referring out to other providers it's like opposite like Total and it's nice to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean it is. It is a good culture. I found most Alaskans they will come and clutch. And yeah, they will help when it comes down to it. They might not be the most social group of people. Ever. No, they're, they are really <laughs> distant. You know, and more seeming so social like via like the internet and stuff, um, but like referrals. They're constantly referring. They're constantly giving resources. Uh, like, you know, we have. I have to have so many CEs a year, and they're constantly just giving. Uh, you know, different like play therapy stuff. Like, I mean, in, in Oklahoma, we didn't have that. That's awesome. So, every interview we always kind of ask here: What are 
kind of the pros and the cons that you guys have noticed so far. And this can be from everybody, so <laughs> what do y'all got? Pros and cons of Alaska so far. Do you have any pros? The school, she goes to La Sola Middle School, and she, it's really big compared to what she's used to. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough. And there's a lot of kids. Yeah, a lot of kids there. Are the, <clears throat> so sales tax, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm. They not have sales tax in Oklahoma? Oh. Well, we... It's 10% in the town that we're from. Oh, yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was complaining about a little sales tax here in the valley. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and even like here, uh, so in our house, uh, which wasn't a new house there in Oklahoma, but we took very good care of it. Um, our electricity bill during the summer would easily be over $500 every single month. Mm -hmm. And here, we're using electric and gas. Mm -hmm. And what what's her what's what would you say average? Uh, the electric bill was like three twenty. That was last month. You know. When it was really cold. Yeah, yeah. and dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have to, you know, we we try to put on all the lights for the kids so that way. It to make it seem more like stimulates. Daylight. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see that. So, I would yeah. say the, the the schools here have more activities for the kids as well. Oh yeah, more sports. Yeah. I noticed that they have like those stands on the electricals. Like we have back home, mm -hmm. um, uh, basketball, uh, baseball, softball, you know, wrestling, gymnastics, Football. ballet. Yeah. But not not about the school, have, yeah, yeah, not about school. I don't have it's all ballet, that. it's not about school. Football. Or gymnastics. Or gymnastics, yeah, you're right. Um, here they have like hockey, mm -hmm. skating, swim team. Well, we don't have any of that in Oklahoma. And volleyball. Volleyball. Volleyball, yeah. And I mean, I I think the reason that they just have so many activities is they know, like, you have to stay engaged, and especially that, during the winter time. Yep. That was another thing that was on our pros list was that Alaskans make it a priority to uh, put physical fitness and mental health fitness like at the top of their list and they stay proactive in uh, battling any of that. You know, they, they stay physically fit and they know that it's extremely important to their overall mental health. Yeah, I'll right. see it snowing and I'll see a guy running with his dogs down the side of the road. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see people out running with or walking with snowshoes on. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're just like, yeah, the, yeah, I'm yeah. like, man, they are dedicated. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> They really are. It makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, they, <laughs> they soak up every single ounce of sunshine that they, they really can. Do. Yeah, that's that's what you got to do. I mean, luckily we're done with winter solstice now, but yeah, it's hard to remember that honestly. Like we're just like the second of February now. It's hard to remember. We're getting more sunlight than we have. I check every single day. Yeah, it was at five eleven. Now we're at seven forty. 747. And he uh, reminds so. me because it, it helps me. I'm like, I don't know. We That's got down to five hours and 11 minutes of daylight. We're at almost eight. It was really messing with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that kind of moves us to the con column then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't say I have a whole lot of cons. I mean, nothing yeah. that I didn't expect. I, my wife, she, one of them, she's she's gonna miss thunderstorms like mm -hmm. actual real thunderstorms yes like went down to florida for about well thank you alaska airlines turned out to be 10 days it was yeah. supposed to be four that's another thing <laughs> on our cons list yeah so went down there and saw like some thunderstorms for the first time in years and yeah yeah that, that we were trapped her and i were trapped in oklahoma a couple what a month ago yeah and i it got down like like the temperature just bottomed out but then there was this thunderstorm and I was like oh man I forgot what that was like I missed <laughs> that <laughs> it was in Oklahoma for like a week or yeah, two yeah we were trapped there and I was there for like a month 
Yeah, so you are at the mercy of the airlines when you move to Alaska. It's very true. <laughs> it is very true. And um, they start having doors flying off and stuff like that. That yeah. is concerning if you live yeah. up here. <laughs> I'm so upset. It's like just, uh, yeah, road tripping is not really a viable mm -hmm. option usually. Because I was so like, God, what do I do? Not. Like rent a car and like drive through the Alcan? My boss is just like, not in the winter. You do not want to drive the Alcan in the winter. No. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what me and my brothers were looking at doing. So it was like, it's... It's just it's like, not gonna work, what? guys. But let's hey, let's let's get map it out. A GoPro, because yeah. and just do the whole thing so everyone can see what happens. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I imagine there's gonna be some crazy things. I just did tell I did teletherapy from Oklahoma. I've seen I, one of my clients lives in Burrow, Alaska, and so I saw her, and um, she was actually born in Oklahoma. Her Anyway, sure, her parents are, one of them's native, and she was like, oh, I was born there. I was like, well, that's interesting, <laughs> you know? I got uh, some more cons for you. Um, one of the, the biggest cons I can say is the mailing system here. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yes. That's probably one of the biggest ones because we had ordered uh, thousands of dollars worth of stuff mm -hmm. to be delivered to our home. And it's so new. We're, yeah, and we're sitting there waiting and waiting for this stuff to finally get there. And then it all starts popping up undeliverable. Yeah. And so it all has to be sent back. We weren't, we didn't realize our new house did not, was so new it didn't have like a delivery address and that we needed like a P.O. box. We, were, we didn't know that. Yeah, the P.O. box on the Matsu is. Um, and having to go down there. Yeah. And you have to wait in line sometimes for like 30 plus minutes, oh, maybe an hour. Yeah. Uh, Especially close to Christmas To time. grab a box. Mm -hmm. Or there, you'll have a letter in your P.O. box saying like, this has been here so long, you know, you need to come get it or we're going to send it back. Right. Or, yeah, I, I really do not like going to the post office. Or whenever I was like decorating my office in Anchorage, I was like, oh, I like this rug. You know, I was looking for stuff. Does not ship to Alaska. Does not ship to Alaska. I'm like, got, ah. got me again. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, and there is no like Hobby Lobby, no Ross or like TJ Maxx or places that I like to shop in Oklahoma. There is not here. <laughs> yeah, we do have Old Navy in, uh, yeah. in Anchorage. So yeah. We got that. <laughs> got Old Navy and Bath and Body Works. <laughs> Got some staples in there. Yeah. <laughs> I would say seeing, uh, so we're just, in Oklahoma, we're just south of Oklahoma City. Um, what, 45 minutes? Yeah. That's, that's where I live. Yeah. Um, just south of there. Um, <clears throat> and we have a lot of homeless there. In Oklahoma City. Yeah. In Oklahoma City. But the amount of homeless that we see here in these conditions that's a con for me because I mean you already you know if you're a human in some way you feel you know sorry for these people and you wish there's something you could do for them but at the same time it's not they're not in Oklahoma weather no they're in this the weather that the it burns my hand to touch something metal right weather. yeah that, that's that's hard yeah and also in these temperatures by the time you're in these temperatures and you're homeless, that's a pretty hard commitment to being homeless. Right. So that for them is more of a lifestyle. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. I agree, but man. And it's like it's still brutal watching from the, the curb oh my though. God, I'm about <laughs> to drive through every day and just Oh my heart hurts for them. Weren't we here a year before? Yeah, like I had a dream that her and I started this thing that was like blanket of hope, and we like would go. And organization. Yeah, yeah, we would pass out blanket. I said, I could totally see us doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, one more quick con, other than the road system, <laughs> is uh, the drivers are not the same as what I'm used to. Like I thought that the drivers back in Oklahoma were not great. I thought mm -hmm. that they were kind of aggressive, but people here, I feel like. If you're walking around, you see them at the store, or whatever, they're courteous and everything. But as soon as they're behind the wheel, it's like they're a different person. 
just a little bit of anonymity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they were not cautious at all, like speed demons. So like they're gonna run me off the road, and uh, like you know that you're gonna have to slow down possibly, but they'll ride you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you do have to slow down because you're giving another person in front of you room, they someone else will fill that spot too. So that you can't even like you try to be as cautious as you can, but it seems to be impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've noticed like with the drivers up here, and I've noticed it in some other places too, but just on steroids up here, it doesn't feel like the point is we're all getting to where we need to go. Right. It's I want to pass this person yeah, like, <laughs> like we're in a race. It's like, why? There's no reason. No, you're like, going to get there maybe a minute sooner. You're going to want to work together day. as a team to get where we're going. Yeah, it's like we're not even going to the same place. <laughs> like, why are we right. racing? Right. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the Kinnick River, that 37 car pile up. Oh, yeah. I had just crossed. She had that just passed it. Like 30 minutes prior. That thing is, tri- I'm like, this thing's deadly. And I'll slow down to like 30 miles an hour. I'll turn on my hazards every time. So that way they'll just see like this blinking because of the fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, um, when you're going from the Matsu Valley to Anchorage, you have to pass over a bridge with the, the Kinnick River. This year, because it's so cold, you get a ton of fog just coming up from the river. And... That's obviously a big deal when you get a lot of traffic going through there because suddenly it's just a wall of fog and you can't really see further than, I'm going to say, like maybe 50 feet in front. Maybe. maybe. That's May, yeah, maybe almost even a car I was like, It seems it's, like a house It's been fire. pretty bad here recently. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I guess for those of you moving up here, be careful on the connect. <laughs> well, from what I hear, they're possibly going to be doing construction on it this next summer. So. That's what we hear. Oof. We'll see. But that's going to cause some other issues. That's going to cause some other issues. So, yeah. There's one highway. That's that's definitely a con. Yeah. There is one way to get to Anchorage. Which so. we knew this, you know, yeah. from watching all of your videos. We right. knew that this was going to be an issue. But, I mean, do we want to live in the city? Or do we want to kind of live a little bit more secluded? Mm-hmm. So that was our option. Yeah. I mean, I know for a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I've been talking about this for years, but the bridge to, like, Point Mac. I said, I'm cool with the one-hour drive. That, if it's beautiful. In Oklahoma, anywhere is a drive. But that bridge, that is almost a deal-breaker. Like, the how treacherous it is. And there's actually three bridges from... That's the most... But Southern it's one, the most, the closest one to her angle. The, yeah. yeah, the, the Kinnick River yeah. one. And that one is the one. It is very, like they said, it's called ice fog. So it's a different kind of fog. Yeah. I mean, then the, the fog settles on the bridge itself, makes it extra slick. Yep. So it can be hazardous, but. Then it's grooved out from people driving over it. So it like kind of locks you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which. Mm-hmm. Kind of a good thing. Yeah, some people, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's crazy is you still see people like trying to like zip in and like pass yeah, people in the fog. It's like Did you not see that thirty seven car pilot that happened the other day? You learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully they go and they, they build that bridge like a point Mac, like connecting point Mac to Anchorage, because that would give us like a whole other oh, route to get there. But as long as they make it like four lanes or something. Yeah, because it would very quickly become the most used infrastructure oh, yeah. in the state. I don't care. You got a toll, I'll pay the toll. Let's no, go. me right. too. <laughs> another another choice, but a reason why we chose Wasilla over Anchorage, which we could have chose Anchorage, is all the houses there, the majority of them, they're not really building new houses, as you've said before. Mm-hmm. They're all mm-hmm. older. So here, they're still building new houses. There's still a possibility to own land on it with a new or newer yeah. home. Anchorage is so that's a lot another of, one. And if you build new in Anchorage, you're talking outrageously expensive. Even the older houses are really expensive. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I just did a market update on this. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I think in Anchorage, average sold price in January was like five sixty. And out here, I think it's still like 
Lowell Forest, if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah, that's so. what we've That seen. seems to be like the median, mm -hmm. like for a decent home, mm -hmm. not the best, but I mean, where, we, where we're from, uh, you can get a r really nice home for like 300, yeah. 350,000, a really nice home. Mm -hmm. Here, you're gonna spend another 100,000 for about that same home. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, uh, I guess that kind of is what it is. No, I wish, I, well, we, I wish we, we could, expected it. yeah, I wish we could transport houses. That that would be, That'd be awesome. Ideal. Well, you can, but. Yeah. It might cost a little bit. It would cost a little bit. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Move a house from Oklahoma to Alaska. Where they all can. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in conclusion, then, you guys have any final words, tips, tricks, anything you'd say to people who are looking at making the jump to, to come up here to Alaska? Definitely make sure you get a good realtor. Number one, that's like so that you can see the property and mm -hmm. know what you're looking at. I would suggest not driving everything in a U-Haul unless you were severely comfortable with doing that on a, in a treacherous environment. Um, there's a lot of uh, really steep uh, roads mm -hmm. that um, they'll make you chain up if it's during the winter time. Um, it was scary for me just in my little vehicle. Maybe I'm a wuss, I don't know, but <laughs> I was scared my brakes would give out and I would fly off of the cliff. Um, researching schools. Yeah, researching your schools. Uh, researching things to do in your area with your kids at certain points of the year. Um, <clears throat> start going stir crazy about this time in the winter. Making sure that you have a four-wheel drive vehicle or all-wheel drive and that you have winter tires. Um, understanding that the prices, uh, things cost more here. It's not a significant amount but it does add up quickly. Yeah. And really it's like, it's the food column. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. And if you like Christmas lights, I was proactive in that area. Yeah, and I put them up in October. Thank God. So that, because there's no way I would have been able to put them up in uh, December. There's no way. <laughs> Absolutely. No. And I'm not going to be able to Steph, take them You don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't even think about that. But we saw our neighbors. We're like, why are they putting their Christmas lights up? It's not even Halloween. <laughs> I was like, you know what? They're probably doing it because it's going to be like impossible. Yes. Just the salty, experienced Alaskans. <laughs> uh, mark your uh, mark your driveway with poles, or they sell marker sticks because once it snows so much, you cannot tell where your driveway is. <laughs> yeah. Um, snowblower. Yeah, and a snowblower mm -hmm. is a must, or a plow. That's a must. I wish I, I got a really good one. I, sh I wish I would have got an even better one, to be honest, just to make it, because it's, I go from having to mow a lawn and for sale to now it's snowblowing. It's like I switched off. Yeah. To, and we don't have any, we're not going to have any grass. That's another, you know, tip. To understand that most of these new properties do not come with grass. It's mm -hmm. dirt and rock. Yeah, we're not used to that. And if you want a fence, unless you really have a decent amount of money, I would probably see about building it yourself because we, we had a company that was going to build our fence. We wanted it around our property. And they gave us the price mm -hmm. like it was like a normal price of $67,000 mm -hmm. like, for a fence. Right. And we're like, so now we, you know, this entire winter we have to let our dogs out on a Like a, a lead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our neighbor said the same thing. Like, oh, Alaska is very proud of their uh, lumber. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be easier to build a fence here. Right. <laughs> the food is all fresh. That's a, that's a, that is a good uh, con for you guys as well. Yeah, the a pro. The seafood, yeah, yeah, pro. I'm sorry. the The seafood is amazing, and uh, 
Fred Meyer, they always have really good deals. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure other places do as well. But um, another tip um, to understand that whenever you move here, you're not a resident, even if you own a home. <laughs> you have to be here for 12 calendar months, you know, and you have to be able to prove this. So if you want to be able to fish without spending $100 on the license um, for the year, you're going to have to wait until you've been here 12 calendar months. Same with mm -hmm. hunting. Um, you pay a fee. You have to yep. do that in advance, yeah. which I didn't know that there was like an actual application. I didn't know how it worked. Yeah, and uh, feel like most other states like that, that, first year that you're there as a resident really doesn't matter yeah. you know, just in Alaska it's a big deal it's because big of the PFD and the, and the moving but alright well guys thank you very much for, for joining us and you know we're uh, glad you guys are right down the road here uh, we do have the, uh, the monthly meetups and everything that we're still hosting every month, so we'll make sure that you guys get the invites for that. Um, we're going to be going out to Portage Glacier probably next nice. time, doing a scouting run tomorrow just to make sure I'm not taking everyone out for a death march before we go and do it. So I'll go and check that out, but looking at Portage Glacier. So awesome. I would love to see that. Yes, sir. But again, thanks for joining us and everyone else. If you have any questions or concerns about moving to Alaska, feel free to give me a call, shoot me a text or reach out to me on my website and we'll see you next time.